So I started researching uh, WebRTC and I have some findings. I'm not ready to make the WebRTC video yet. Uh, that will come up hopefully separately. But I want to share my initial thoughts about the technology. My So far what I learned about the technology and then how popular it is and what's the pattern that's going on in the community, the software engineering community, when it comes to implementing WebRTC, right? How about we just jump into it and discuss, guys? So WebRTC stands for the Web uh, Real-Time Communication. And uh, the main thing here, when, when I started researching this around, this was, man, this was a very long journey for me to research WebRTC. It's one of the most complicated uh, topics to discuss as, as back-end engineers, specifically as front-end engineers who consume this deck. It is, it, it evolved me a lot while learning and researching from this. Uh, a year ago, I started re learning or reading about it. I didn't understand jack shit about this technology because most of the time, right, WebRTC rely on very deep, low-level networking concept that I just didn't have a year ago. Now, a year later, I have picked up a little bit of this uh, concept, like NAT, like, uh, like port forwarding, like TCP in general, how it works, UDP, things like that, things that I used to don't pay any attention to whatsoever, but now it matters more and more and more. That's part of the collateral knowledge that I discuss a lot on this channel, where things you don't take care about previously, now all of a sudden when you want to learn something, oh shit, I need to learn this stuff now in order to move on and continue. And WebRTC is like that. WebRTC is the, is the, that's the hardest technology so far, by far. I never seen any tech that took me that long, right? And I, when I say one year, I'm not saying constantly searching for anyone. It's like, I, I'll take a few days to research and then take a break and move to something else, right? GRPC is the next one, to be honest, which led me, GRPC led me to, HTTP2 led me to, uh, TCP led me to, streaming led me to a lot of stuff, but WebRTC, it's a different beast. And uh, that most of the time, the, the collateral knowledge uh, journey with WebRTC, guys, it's just insane. Uh, I find myself like, okay, there's this ICE thing, inter uh, interactive uh, connectivity establishment, something like that, which is a very weird name, might I say, right, for, 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 for a communication between peer-to-peer. So that's the first thing I I uh, I had it I had it like a stopping pause like what the heck is this, and then peer to peer and I started researching how does peer to peer technology works, and guess what there is literally nothing, I couldn't find anyone talking about how pure peer to peer technology I went to BitTorrent that that technology how does it work. Everyone is being ambiguous about this thing. Maybe I'm just, I'm a bad reader. I don't know. I couldn't find anything about peer-to-peer. -peer. 
And what we're to see is kind of an idea of peer-to-peer. -peer. So I started researching and reading and reading. I was just like getting exhausted with this technology. Not saying that techn this technology is bad. It's just the information about it is so shallow, man. That nobody is diving deep into it. And when you find stuff about WebRTC, it's just fluff and uh, frameworks that uses WebRTC under the hood and hides all the complexity, which if you stuck around in this channel, you know how I, I just don't like the framework that hides the core technology. I'm just like that. Uh, I like to see how things work. I don't like to use socket.io. I like to use WebSockets because I just know what is it doing. Socket.io is just a black box for me. I don't like to use that. Same thing with React. I'd rather use HTML5 and pure JavaScript and CSS. I don't like magic component stuff. Sue me. That's just me. If you like this stuff, by all means. Let me clarify that a little bit. I would use a framework once I understand the core tech. I will never use a framework if I don't understand what's beneath it. Never. I just don't like that because one day that framework will break and I will just sit down like this. Like, hey, Hussein, go fix it. It's like, what the hell are you talking about? I can't fix it. I don't know what's, what, does, what it does. It's just magic. And most, unfortunately, most engineers are like that. They just use a tech that don't, they don't know how, they, how it works. And it really depends up to you guys. If you want to use a tech that you don't know how to use, yeah. But if it broke, then you're responsible fixing it. And if you don't understand how it works, you're stuck, right? You might say that, Hussein, if I got into that situation, I'll learn it. That's absolutely fine. It's just me. That's personal opinion. I don't like to use a framework without understanding the underlining tech. That that's applies for everything. I I can't. I didn't use HTTP unless I understood what TCP work like. I did at one point, but and then I I learned. Okay, in order to dive deep into how HTTP work, I need to understand TCP, and then I understand TCP and went a little bit lower. Now I I have a, I have a clue of what's going on. Come to WebRTC. That's a different beast, man. Google and whomever designed this protocol, they did a lot of work. So let's talk about a little bit of what I, what I learned. This video, by, by any chance, doesn't give you an overview of RTC. It just tells you my thoughts and what I learned so far. I am by no means ready to make the WebRTC video. No. Because... There are so much uh, holes to plug. That's what you said. Uh, in my knowledge, gaps that I need to to just understand, and I just don't. Right? Take one example. So WebRTC is a peer-to-peer -peer technology. So I ask myself, if I'm gonna build a peer-to-peer -peer technology, how would that look like? And guess, guess what, guys? It's pretty simple back in the 90s where everyone had a public IP address. Hey, just listen on a server here, on a port. You listen on a server, on a port, and uh, send a communication, right? Send me your IP address, send me your IP address, and I can send you information back to back. back, to back. You don't even have to do peer-to-peer. -peer. It could be a client server, literally, right? And that's it. We can exchange information. 
behind NAT, Network Address Translation, that doesn't make any sense because you have a private IP address. And I talked about NAT. That's, that's the progression of what how I learned. So I had to understand NAT. And guess what? I thought I understood NAT seven months ago until I, I resumed my WebRTC search and turned out I don't understand jack shit about NAT. There is so much. There are like four types of NAT, like symmetric NAT, port, port specific coercing NAT. I'll, I'll talk about that when I make the WebRTC video, when I truly understand how that stuff works. Right. I even uh, I have I'm in communication with with some of the network expert network engineers, and they also say that network NAT is a complex topic. We thought that oh, it's just not a mapping private to public. Uh, apparently, there's so much to do with it. And yeah, ICE candidates and stuff like that when it comes to candidate of communication. So yeah, so now you're sitting behind NAT, and now. All of a sudden, you cannot just communicate because, hey, this is my private IP address, 10.0.0.3. Good luck connecting to that. It doesn't make any sense, right? 10.0.0.1 is a, or 3 or just, is a private IP address. So now you can say, okay, let, let me give you your my public IP address, which is the router. And things get really complex really quick. And then now, in order to communication, they invented this idea of, a turn server and a stun server. It's actually stun server. I forgot what it stands for. Very complicated name. Uh, it has to do with traversal uh, and NAT, something like that. And I don't have any notes with me now. I'm just discussing with you guys loud, right? And just throwing my thought. It's a complex technology. And then, and, and, and is it worth it? Absolutely yes, <laughs> because now. I'm going to talk about a little bit about turn and that uh, stun in a minute. But if if you can let two parties communicate directly, then you just killed uh, the a third hop, which is the client, the, the classic three tier architecture that we back in engineer love and, and, and absolutely adore. Right. So I was like, okay, there is a server and the clients communicate to the server and, and we've built building countless applications with that. And we understand it. It's so simple. Peer-to-peer -peer is a complete beast. And if you have two people communicating peer-to-peer -peer, and there are no other servers, they're just this sending information to this and this sending information to this, right? And they, if, they have, if they found a path to communicate with each other, then you can send... Uh, high quality uh, information with absolute low latency especially in udp right then you have to send you can send this information without relying on a third party and you buy uh, this this goes into uh, encryption reasons right uh, security reasons like hey peer-to-peer -peer is better this also uh, uh, kind of gives you more problems with with copyrights and stuff like that it's like okay if there is no centralized point then people can share illegal material they can share uh like pirated movies like what, what we see in and bit torrent and stuff like that right so 
I don't know, man. I still don't know. WebRTC, I'm still, there's there's so much to learn. And uh, I don't think I'm ready to make that video unless I understand peer-to-peer. I think I need to make the peer-to-peer video first. I'm sorry, guys. I know you've been waiting for this video for a year now. <laughs> but I don't think I'm ready. I just, my soul is not ready. That's just too deep. I don't know, guys, what I said. That. Why did I say that? Yeah, it's just, it's a deep, uh, it's a deep video to make. And, uh, and funny enough, Google have figured this stuff out seven years ago. <laughs> And if you research this video, WebRTC, the only video that gives you a lot of information is, is a talk by Google in 2013. And this talk is, 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 is a gold mine. It has a lot of information compacted in one hour, right? Obviously, they did, uh, they did mention stuff that I couldn't even find in the core doc, in the WebRTC core doc. Like, how do you specify I servers? Like, how do you specify which turn servers to connect to? And guys, as I start mumbling about this stuff, uh, call me out if you know stuff about WebRTC. Share links below in the, in the comment section below. Tell me what you know about this technology because any technology, anything that you guys know will help me make a better, quali- more quality video for you guys in the future. When when I when I'm ready to make that video, obviously I'm not ready not, not right now. I just don't understand what is going there. I mean, I built, I I literally built a WebRTC server, not server, communication between two browsers yesterday with pure vanilla WebRTC. I was able to do that. I just don't understand how it works. You see where I'm going with that? And, and and if you see videos like that, well, building WebRTC, right? And most of the people use a framework that does everything for them, right? And that's fine if your goal is just to build like a chatting application and you don't really want to understand the tech, go ahead, use PeerJS, use WebRTC Simplified, whatever it's called, and build that if you want to. But I just don't like Personally, I feel something is deeply unsatisfying when I use a framework that does magic right behind the scene. And one might say, Hussein, you know what? WebRTC is itself a library that does magic. Yeah, I know, but we understand how that because we understand the spec of WebRTC. We're going to talk about that. PeerJS or all these framework just nullifies everything and, 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 and remove any understanding. So if some small thing breaks, tough luck, babe, fixing that stuff. Because you don't understand how it works. You're just relying on a third party. Again, nothing wrong with that. But to me... Back engineer or actual engineer that want to have deep understanding of the thing. Man, you have to understand this thing. It's like using socket IO over WebSockets, right? If you understand WebSocket, by all means use socket IO. But if you don't understand how WebSockets work, do not. I recommend do not use socket IO. Same thing with everything. If you don't understand JavaScript, do not use React. Everybody's telling you that. Everybody, all the framework uh, front-end 
engineers that I learn uh, or I watch uh, talk about this. Don't jump into React without learning JavaScript. It doesn't make any sense. You just get more confused, right? Jump, don't jump into TypeScript without learning JavaScript. You might argue with that, but it's the personal opinion. Yeah, WebRTC is a, is a beast. It's a beast of a software. It's a beast of technology. There's so much to learn there, man. That session descripting protocol. And, and here's another thing. WebRTC spec, it's not done. I just went there and, and it's been changed all the time. Functions are getting removed uh, for privacy reasons. The session descriptive protocol are being changed all the time. The public IP address is not displayed anymore. So I want to learn more about that. Yeah, I built a browser-based uh, WebRTC that exchanges just text messages, not video, because I, I don't want to even jump into that video because that will just... Yeah, UDP and stuff like that, and then yeah, we'll stream. We'll come to that. Let's first exchange a simple hello message from a browser with WebRTC to another browser using WebRTC, whether it's mobile or anything. I was able to build that on the same machine, right? Obviously, over a simple a same machine. The shortest path is the loop back 127001. That's not much of a peer-to-peer, -peer, huh? So I, the, what, what I want to do next is uh, try over the same Wi-Fi connection, my iPhone, the one I'm using to record this, ha will be a client and the other WebSock, uh, the, the WebSock, WebRTC server or the other peer will be my MacBook, for example. And they're going to communicate there. And then the next step, I'm going to see, the, look at the session description and see how it looks like. And then, and then I am going to disconnect my mobile phone from the Wi-Fi and put it on 4G and then try to do a peer-to-peer. To my macbook and see if it works right and all of that stuff guys it will not work directly most of the time unless there is there is a clear path natted path right over this if if we are using symmetric net which is something i'm going to explain in the new video that i'm going to make then you no 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 outbound traffic can enter your uh, inbound data stream on your phone without you actually connecting to it first which is which is pointless right <laughs> so so it's it's very hard to do that so i'm gonna see that i'm gonna see how it looks like how the session descriptor i'm gonna look at the packets obviously then i'm gonna wireshark the the f out of this stuff and see how it looks like under the hood. It's gonna be a fun video. But yeah, that's some uh, that was like a 20 minutes update on my Wob RTC research, guys. Let me know if you enjoy these kind of video. This is me just documenting my journey of becoming a better software engineer every single day. And uh, I'm gonna look at this video three years from now and say, oh, okay. Either you learned something or I haven't learned anything. So I'll see. It's just fun to make these videos and see the progress of 
and I encourage you to do something like that, guys. Uh, if you learn something, because if you go back at one or two years ago and do uh, watch your code or read your code, you know how much you improved. Uh, how about just watching yourself talk a year ago or three years ago, or four years ago? It's like wow. <laughs> this guy oh this guy's improved oh this guy's didn't learn a thing yeah so it's it's, it's just uh interesting this web rtc thing and uh, let me know guys what uh if you have any more resources on this thing i, I there's no talk that i didn't watch there is no document nah, there's no document that i didn't read that's just a little bit exaggerating i'm i'm trying to read all the documents as fast as i could about this web rtc thing I think I'm getting an, a handle of this, but it's just that ICE candidate uh, mumbo jumbo exchange is, is a little bit is a little bit nuance. Especially if you want to communicate between a peer and another peer, you have to use a, a signaling. That's the signaling that we talked about, right? That it's done or or turn. Turn is the worst case scenario where it's basically your classic server client architecture where you have a single point and then just uh, turn literally turn the traffic left and right what the hell is this am i dancing i'm a savage <laughs> okay so yeah guys so uh, that's what basically acting like a relay server instead of peer-to-peer -peer. so might as well just not use peer-to-peer -peer. but the web artist is way smarter than that it will constantly uh, exchange candidate like if you're walking with your phone and you switch to another tower that happened to don't support this NAT thing right uh, then uh, then you might get another ice candidate and then you have to exchange this through another signaling to let the other peer know that hey by the way uh, this is this is the new candidate that you can connect uh, contact to me with and things like that so yeah there's so much to learn man so much to learn and this technology is a beast. So yeah, guys. All right, guys. That's it for me today. See you in the next one. You guys stay awesome. What should I talk about next? Let me know in the comment section below. And see you in the next one. Guys, stay awesome. Goodbye.